Good morning, you're listening to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Danielle Hunsucker, Executive Vice President with Diversify. Danielle, how you doing? Hi, good morning. Doing well. We're in Atlanta at a Diversify meeting. Before we get to the meeting, though, let's go through your background. You started in the flooring business with Ardex, then you spent a few years with Deltile, and then you went to PPG and left the industry for a little while, and you've been back now with Diversify for a little over a year and a half, is that right? That's correct. Yes, joined last April. And I announced you as EVP, but you're actually going to have a new role in January, right? Yes. We'll be making some announcements here soon around org changes, including Jim Pels will be taking the seat as chairman in the organization, and I will be succeeding him as COO. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. Tell us what we're doing here in Atlanta. This is our national leadership meeting. So we have had an opportunity to bring roughly the top 100 leaders across functions, across businesses and brands together to talk about all of the things that are relevant and important for our business right now. I should probably tell our listeners who Diversify is. It's the largest organization of commercial contractors been growing very fast uh, just uh, actually two acquisitions in the last year uh, one in Arizona and one in Texas but the one in Texas actually has locations all over the West and from what I understand you're a billion dollar organization and growth continues at a same store sales rate of about six percent right that's correct our organic growth has been robust and we expect that to continue so the plan is to be a national provider of flooring contractor services. This has been tried before, but in the past, the companies that did it, whether it be DuPont or Shaw or Interface, you know, rolled it into the corporation and all of the independent locations lost their identity. And this is different because this is somewhat of a house of brands and you're keeping the local identity the same in each of the markets, right? Yes. And core to our strategy is maintaining those, not just brands, although they are independent brands in many different markets, but they're their own cultures. They have their ways of operating that really make sense for their markets, their market segments. And it's our challenge and our opportunity to ensure that we maintain those. All right. So there's no top-down mandate then, right? I mean, if you've got these local leaders in each one of these companies, they're still making a lot of the decisions at that that point, right? Yeah, I would say, you know, there's really three buckets if I had to break it down. We have some things are coming from the top down that are just core efficiencies that no one would argue makes sense for the business. We have a, a large set of tools that we are working on providing into the local businesses so that they can, as appropriate, leverage them for their efficiency or growth. And then we have that core local business mode of operation and or, as I mentioned, the cultural aspects. And that's the let's make sure we preserve it area. I know you've been busy in the last year and a half doing some back-end integrations. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, our back-end integrations have been a major focal point for our network. This is where we looked at top technology in different areas, whether it's our CRM or our ERP, our Enterprise Resource Planning System, and we are developing and rolling out those systems for the betterment of the full network. So you've added Salesforce on the CRM. All right, so what are the challenges right now? And Because and, you know, I've been here for a day, actually spoke to the group yesterday. I see a lot of conversations around who gets credit for this and that. that, that that's some of what you're working through, right? 
I mean, there's change management to everything we do, but that's not the current state. That's always change is inevitable. It's a matter of how do we maximize that change for opportunity within our businesses. That is a lot of what we talked about yesterday. We have all of the potential through the knowledge that we bring in through different strategic businesses or partners across the network and finding a way to tap into that and then maximize it across all of the businesses or the businesses that it makes sense to, to leverage the, the different opportunities. How, you know, how do we do that and how do we do it successfully? You know, on top of the typical commercial contractor, which is the product and installation service, you have some of these tertiary businesses like raised access flooring, like sports flooring, and what you got with Thomas Holland, the maintenance side of the business, and those are going to maintain their brands and then go kind of on a national scope, right? That's correct. Also, I would say if you think about how we're approaching, it's we, we want the breadth, but we also want the depth. So in any market, we don't want to just be the biggest. We don't want to cover the world. We want to be able to, to serve the core markets as we designate, but we want to be able to do them in a deep and meaningful way, bringing to market the breadth of services that we offer across the network. You've grown through acquisition, acquiring many of them, StarNet members. Another incremental part of your growth was the acquisition of Spectra. The addition of the companies you acquired in Spectra brought you to the 58 locations now, right? Yes. 58 locations covering, I've heard the term used, the NFL cities. So we do cover most major metropolitan areas as well as secondary cities in key states. And you're owned by a private equity firm, and actually you have a representative from them at this meeting, and it's Acon, right? Yes. Acon is our partner in the space, and they are a fantastic one at that. Well, a private equity can either be in to flip or be in to hold, and it, right now it feels like they're in for the long term, right? This is a long-term value build. That is what we are doing. Acon has been a great partner as we strive to do that, both through the investment that they're providing the company, but they're also, they provide the insights through their experience with the, the other companies that they've worked with over time. So that everything we are doing, again, is for that long-term value creation within the organization, as well as what we're doing within our company and for the industry. And there's a real appreciation for that effort. Diversify is headquartered outside of Chicago, right? Actually, we're headquartered in Atlanta. So we've just opened the doors, if you will, to our Atlanta office in Buckhead. And this serves a strategic purpose, being close to our vendor partners, clearly a major metropolitan city, and also a place where we're able to acquire the talent that we need to serve some of our back office functions and services. Okay, so January, you step in the COO role. So what's next? We, we are going to stay on the course. We're certainly growth focused, but our vision is to reimagine and help drive the evolution of the flooring industry. That's our goal. That's what we're here to do. We have the talent. We continue to acquire more talent, and that's really what our business is built on. All right, Danielle, it's great to be with you. Again, been talking to Danielle Hunsucker, the EVP, soon to be COO of Diversify, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.